0: Welcome to another In-Wheel Time podcast, a 30-minute mini version of the In-Wheel Time Car Show that airs live every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central. I don't know as if we're celebrating 10 years, but uh, we've been been doing this for 10 damn years. (laughs) Or
1: or at least 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 an hour. 10-year-old's doing it. (laughs) It's
0: the the In-Wheel Time Car Show, just ahead. We're supposed to have somebody from the Ford Motor Company to talk with about the all-new Maverick pickup truck. We'll wait, see wait. if that happens. We need more Jeff. We'll tout his Woo-hoo. pre-owned car of the week, the Jaguar F
1: e. or E? pace E-Pace. E-Pace.
0: And we'll look at the racing calendar. Yes. Conrad's car clinic. And stories making automotive news headlines this week. We think we might have that, but we're not quite sure. <laughs> it's all just ahead on today's In Wheel Time Car Show. Woo-hoo. Howdy. Along with Mike Mars, Conrad DeLong, and Jeff Zekin. No, I didn't we don't, do it.
1: We don't
2: get any titles no, and an
1: objective <laughs> name, yeah.
0: I, I didn't do it. I'm not telling you who I am. I'm <laughs> just... Pretend that you've never heard of me or know me at all. Well, George Skelton has a name for you. I bet, yeah. <laughs> I'll bet. bet a lot of people have a name for me. H-M-B-W-T. Hold my beer, watch this. You worked on that one, didn't you? I did. Yeah, well, so
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> so
1: you get all the letters correct.
0: <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to sit here and wait for Mr. Trevor Scott with the Maverick and Ranger Marketing Group. And uh, we'll see what happens. No, well,
1: we, we, there's some because, other things we can do in the meantime. Sure. Um, yeah. Well, what, what might that be? Did you hear that uh, Dodge? You got to lie to me. Dodge is quietly crafting <laughs> the, the Hornet, return of the name really? Hornet, as a mini Wait muscle Wait a minute. Card, the
0: Hornet? Well, used to be with AM AMC. Mm-hmm.
1: So Dodge is talking about bringing back green? the name Hornet uh, and sharing that <laughs> platform with the upcoming Alfa Romeo I am gonna butcher this, but I'm gonna say it toenail or toenail.
0: Toenail. It's I'm, the toenail. It's no oh, I don't think I think it's in, It's it, the toenail. It, We're just gonna call it the toenail. If they are gonna spell it T O so N A L E, it's a toenail. You should know that. You have yours done once so, a week.
1: No, I haven't I have mine <laughs> done. I I have my I get my pedicure. I had my pedicure Wednesday. Do they
3: use a polen or a, a steel?
1: <laughs> no, she actually
3: so uses nails. a
0: Dremel. <laughs> a Dremel. Tool wait out. a minute. So wasn't that wait? That, I believe that that was something that I think was. Steels are better than polen. Uh, that was uh, in uh, Dumb and Dumber, wasn't it? Where they uh, they
1: got it. the Dremel tool out. That was more and, than and a they Dremel. Got a, tool. Yeah, they got,
0: they got the big grinder. You know, the <laughs> oh, big <no>. two
1: handed grinder. <laughs> No, she just uses a little Dremel tool, and it's, the smell is horrendous.
0: I Because <laughs> burning oh toenail boy.
1: is like about as bad, as bad as burning oh hair. God.
0: You know people are getting up and trying to have breakfast and coffee and things like that. But I, was, I thought it was
1: interesting. They're so gonna where, do, the, where
0: do you go? Because we don't want to go there. Exclusive nails by Cindy
1: up uh, at the salons Not in anymore. the vintage off of uh, 249 and, and Luetta. <laughs> She does a wonderful job has been doing my my pedicures for years.
0: She sees you walking in the door and she, she runs to the back going,
1: "God, I don't want to He's see back. those. See but those things?" Every week there's somebody's well, she, name to different. She's always got beer or wine when you show up. I don't know if it's for her or for I was me. I'm just going to
0: say cuz she's probably swigging down the wine before she gets, she, she it, gets she involved does, with those daggers job. that you've got down there. Do you think there?
3: she'd want to sponsor the show? Maybe no, I segment? will
1: I will talk to her. Well, I'll trade I'll <laughs> a, trade her a for Conrad, a Conrad <laughs> segment. Come and do all of our nails while we're while no, we're just doing the show. one of your one segments. One of my
3: segments.
0: Don't and touch my feet. This week kay. in this feet, toenail This feet. history. His
1: feet in history.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, We've lost control. What's your number? I'll call her.
1: But it's it's the first time Dodge's <laughs> going to bring Dodge will bring a hatchback. We get back to this original story since night and since 2006 when they had what was it the Caliber, or whatever it was. Uh, it's been it's, that yeah, long since that, they've yeah, had one. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the reason they know, they're they pretty sure that Hornet's going to be the name is because Dodge registered the trademark name Hornet uh, last year. So that's why they're thinking they're going to
3: bring that back. And the, they're going to, like, upgrade it to a murder hornet? <laughs> <laughs> when he walks in the door with pink toenails.
1: With oh, I dare you to wear a green you, shirt Let me time. Let
0: me ask you something. Do you have them painted? Do you put color on No, it? I don't even put clear on them. Why don't you have them put color on it? No, tell you what, I know that Angela, his wife, is not watching or listening. Thank goodness. Because she never she's does. She's working. Well, whatever.
1: Rochelle listens from time to time. All right,
0: well, she's not listening. to. So when you go this week, because I know that you're going to go to California for a vacation, he will not be here next week, thank right. God. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so, so what, what I'd like for you to do.
1: I didn't mess up the last interview. You did.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. hang on. Because well, of Mars. Because of Mars. So... I want you to go ahead at least have one toenail painted in the color of your choice, but it, make it no, noticeable. Well, I've got I one better.
3: I've got one better. Uh-huh.
0: Randy at Paint House, come up with a color. <laughs> come up with a color for Conrad's toenails. Okay,
1: Randy, I will be there Tuesday, and you can spray my toes. In
0: Randy <laughs> wait, Apple. Frame. Wait, Randy won't be
2: there Tuesday uh, for sure now. He's always he, late for work on Tuesdays.
0: Yeah. He, and, you know... He
2: was watching. He, he
1: did stay on to watch. So did I'm he, sure he's uh, sitting there going, no, I'm not going to be here. And Tuesday. I'll
0: never be on that show again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, did you also hear that General Motors is in a class-act lawsuit over oil consumption on the 2.4 liter... Uh, uh,
0: four-cylinder. four-cylinder.
1: They're, they're having quite an oil consumption issue with it and now there's a class action lawsuit GM's figuring that the class action lawsuit will be dismissed because in the owner's manual it tells the owner of the vehicle to check their oil level every time you fill up with gas who does that?
0: Well, apparently BMW owners do that.
1: No, BMW owners don't. It's a sealed system. BMW does. It's a sealed system, but also on the BMW. But I thought that they
0: had a bad oil consumption They they do,
1: but they have an oil light, a level light that comes on. It's a little little, uh, optical sensor in the oil uh, pan that, as the oil gets below it, the light comes on. The Audi does. The Mercedes does as well, because they all burn oil. Um, But in GM, they don't. They don't have any kind of.
0: So uh, let me ask you this. When a, a modern, today's style engine burns oil, doesn't that mess up the catalytic converter? Yes. GM in their. Uh,
1: service manual says a quart of oil in 2,000 miles is an acceptable amount of oil consumption. Wow, that is absolutely, absolutely stupid. Well, BMW strong. says a quart of oil in 750 miles is an acceptable level of oil consumption on their M-Series.
0: How, how is that? Explain that to me. In today's engines that are built basically by a robot and a computer. So they, the PCV system.
1: You know, there's, uh, yes. which is the positive crankcase ventilation yes. system. So it actually puts engine vacuum on the crankcase. Down where the uh, crankshaft and pistons and rods are all spinning in yes. the oil. Mm-hmm. So on the GDI and the gasoline-directed injected engines, all the manufacturers uh, squirt oil at the bottom of the piston because the piston gets so hot. One of the problems with GDI engines is something called carbon packing because they build up so much carbon on the induction system. Those carbon particles build up in the combustion chamber as well, and they pack into the ring land area, and the rings get stuck on the piston. That creates blow-by. So now we've added pressure to the crankcase. We're spraying. It's like a little rainbird sprinkler up there, shooting oil at the bottom of the piston. But don't That's don't we spinning at three thousand RPM. Don't so we
0: know this by now and have something to have take, for years. take care of it?
1: Have for years. Yes. So so, so that yes the, and no.
0: So that the rings don't get stuck on the piston. Um, yes and no. So well, they
1: put a scraper ring on, and all that does is scrape the hard carbon off. They they really they haven't done much to control the. Car- carbon root the, cause while well, the the oil coking that happens in the ringland area gdi engines run hotter so when you turn the engine off the temperature goes up as they're spraying oil on the bottom of the piston they pack a lot of oil in the ringland right. area yep. the temperature goes up there's no more motion there's no more cooling going on so as the temperature goes up that that oil Solidifies cooks. and cooks, kind of like uh, does, what? what kind of like a Corningware dish does on the edge.
0: Does it make any difference whether you w- use regular motor oil or you use synthetic? No, it's it, it happens. It's still going to cook. So
1: the oil consumption comes from the blow by creating more pressure <clears throat> in the crankcase. This sprayer under there creating this oil fog in the crankcase, and it all gets drawn through the PCV system and burned through the combustion process, which is where you see lower mileage catalytic converter failures.
0: plugs,
1: yeah, all that. But you said
3: it's going to be dismissed, so it's kind of a mute point for them to... But
1: the reason they're going to dismiss it is because General Motors' warranty covers... Defects in manufacturing, not in design. I've already seen um, they've, they've published GM's initial defense to this. This is a design issue, not a manufacturing issue, which just blows my mind that they would put something like that in But writing. this
0: is only on the 2.4-liter four-cylinder right. engine and not the, lo- the, and not the LS engine.
1: That's the lawsuit is on the 2.4. Right. LS burns oil like a locomotive um, mine, and, mine mine doesn't yeah but you don't put that many miles on yours no but you know if if, if- Typically, the LS motor that burns is one that's wound up a little bit more as they go with these extended oil changes. The oil is not fresh and clean in there as often. LS is not a GDI engine, but they are an oil burner, have been since they first came out in 99. You know, that was something I was dealing with.
0: Well, some oil consumption is acceptable, and, and, and not only that, but you kind of want that because that means that the inside of the engine is getting lubricated, kind of. But then today's tolerances, I mean, they're so thin. I mean, the the, the tolerances are so tight.
1: And and you're correct about they're so thin. You know, think about one of the things, and you've talked about it, and it's on the Monroney labels, a lot of these cars, low-tension piston rings. Yep. So the low-tension piston rings means the piston ring has less force pushing itself in outward the to the cylinder yeah. wall, which means they're more prone to get stuck from oil coking in the Ringland area. It is a problem. Everybody has. GM's in a lawsuit over it. Subaru's been in a lawsuit over it. Volkswagen has already settled their lawsuit over it. So a lot of other manufacturers are also in lawsuits. So what's
0: the answer to prevent that, getting the ring stuck?
1: Uh, it, it's going to be
0: oil changes. a much more
1: frequent oil change than these Eight, nine, ten, twelve, fifteen thousand mile. oil But, but you,
0: w- we all, us, we, us. Mm-hmm. No, we don't go eight or nine or ten thousand miles, of miles of on an oil. Though, lots
1: right. of people wait for that idiot light to come on. And yeah, they do it what, what they're told to do.
0: Yeah. But so, so let me make sure I understand this. So
2: GM's defense on this is that it's a we in built it properly according to the way we were told to build it, mm-hmm. and if we were told to build crap. And we built crap. Then it's not our fault because that's what we were told to do. GMs. which goes to the back to the people that look at the light that says, "Well, I'm told to change my oil at fifteen thousand miles." So right. that's what I did.
1: Mm-hmm. GM in their f- initial filing says our defense is manufacturer's warranty covers uh, XYZ, defects. Yeah. No, de- it covers defects in uh, material and manufacture. It does not cover defects in design. design. And I. Just absolutely – that's, that's kind of why I wrote this down. Just absolutely blew my mind that that was the way they're going to present this in
0: court. And the How choir- do you prove that, though? How do you disprove it?
1: Because everybody out there knows this design, and it's not just GM. This design of gasoline direct injection and oil consumption and intake valve and piston ring carbon deposits is is a humongous problem. Everybody's experienced it. So there's precedent set,
3: but just not in court. There's precedent set by the
1: design. Well, the precedent has been set in court because Volkswagen has already paid out on their class action lawsuit on the uh, 2-liter and the 1.8-liter uh, T-S-I, T, T, is it T-S-I? What's Volkswagen call it? Yeah, T-S-I. TDI is the diesel. T- uh, okay. So they've already paid out on it. TSI? Yeah, I think I'd, so. Yeah, I think, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Subaru is also in settlement of their class action lawsuit for oil consumption on that. Sounds their like those thing. flat fours and flat sixes? Well, flat fours of six has been years and years ago, but yeah.
3: I think Perry Mason be. should be in on this one.
1: <laughs> so, you know, I, I foresee it as a problem and whether or not. Uh, media picks up on how GM defends this is going to be could very
0: well be a big problem for him. <clears throat> yep. Kind of like the diesel scandal where they have to pay out billions of dollars. Ding, ding, ding. I worked
1: for Oldsmobile when they released the diesel and that was never a scandal. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. <laughs> So another thing. If we'd have had
2: the internet, it
1: would have been. So another thing: General Motors has having a tough time finding uh, workers for their Flint assembly plant in Michigan and Fort Wayne, Indiana. They're they're looking to hire thousands of people. Why
0: those two plants? Because
1: those are the plants
0: that. Well, they're.
1: uh, I believe those are (laughs) truck plants, and they're trying to gear the truck plants back up. Um, And. The problem is, and the union leader has a solution for the problem, says GM might consider doing away with the mandatory drug testing in order to hire (laughs) more I I swear that was what was in the article. Amazon's doing that. I I got that out of the Detroit Free Press. I was like, seriously, let's (laughs) let's stop drug testing. Mondays and Fridays were the days. That's going to help the quality. I worked for
3: Fisher Body. Mondays and Fridays were the days that you called in. Valero uh, yep. bought out uh, one of the Gulf plants
2: down there around me and uh, they refurbished it, did a bunch of work, wanted to hire a bunch of people. Going to hire a local because of the tax deferments and blah, 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 blah. Seven, almost 70% of the people couldn't pass the drug test, huh. so they started bringing them in from out of. Wherever, out of Houston, we brought a lot in out of Houston, San Antonio. From the drug whatever.
0: rehabs uh, places, <laughs> yeah,
2: it's trying to find somebody that could pass the drug test. Is that mind boggling? You know,
0: you, you mentioned something about uh, the union. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ex UAW president Gary Jones was sentenced Thursday to 28 months in the federal penitentiary <laughs> for stealing millions from auto workers to live a lavish lifestyle of golf, cigars, and fine liquor. Jones, 63, is the second consecutive union leader to be put behind bars following his predecessor, Dennis Williams, who last month was sentenced to 21 months in prison. In 2015, the feds alleged Jones ordered more than $13,000 worth of cigars from Gary's Sales in Arizona, in large part for the use of UAW official B, whom the Detroit News identified as Williams. The purchase included 12 boxes of Ashton Double Magnum cigars worth $268 a box and Ashton Monarch Tubos, not turbos, but tubos, worth $274 a box. In 2017, the feds alleged Jones and others spent $539,608 on multiple golf resorts and hotels. They also spent more than $290,000 on condos, lavish restaurants, golf green fees, cigars, spa services. I love it. Clothing, musicals, amusement park tickets, and other luxuries.
1: Hello, Dolly. It must have been the musical. Did it? Right? <laughs>
3: The, uh, cigars of,
1: have, of guys and dolls. Did oh. the
3: cigars have Clinton's picture on the box? <laughs> <laughs> they,
1: they weren't buying any blue dresses, were they? Oh, no. my God. well no, that was part of the shows. Oh, that was part of
2: the clothing. <sighs> Is experience. that
1: mind-boggling? Yeah. And this, this is just currently, I think if you look back in oh history, God. it's just about every leader of the UAW has gone to jail. I wonder if they have a frequent flyer or frequent stayer program or special cells. In the federal penitentiary? Yeah. 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 Or special cells uh-huh. or special prisons for them because they've all gone to jail. Here, here's your magnum tubo.
0: Get behind the, get behind Barney Five says get behind the Barney Five. Yeah. Get
1: <laughs> behind them mm-hmm. <laughs> with a the
3: cigar. <laughs> or is it the place where they sell the, the, the knickknacks and things um, in, in the, the concessions?
0: Suitcases.
1: Suitcases. To, to get out. Yeah. The Carlos Goshen <laughs> exit strategy.
0: <laughs> That's right. Oh, that was a guitar case. Or guitar, a, drum case. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Something like that. Case, yes. mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, uh, there's that.
1: Rand- Randy goes, okay. If he's going to come over and get his toenails painted, it's going to be called. The color is going to be called fungus among us.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks, Randy. I appreciate that. And you know, I've seen my toenails. <laughs> I don't
0: want. I don't want to know, but I can just imagine but that with that choice of color name, the, what's down there. He
2: knows you.
1: I don't, I don't.
0: yes. They can identify him through his toenails.
2: <laughs> He'll have to sanitize the paint
1: booth
0: after he comes oh. to Oh, my gosh.
1: Ray says, yeah, they could do spray on tail, t- uh, tan. I guess they could do spray on toenails.
0: There you go. Oh, gosh. After they've all fallen off from <laughs> the fungus. Nev- he will
1: never be back on the show. <laughs> We're going to call and, him. And, and by the way, I'd like,
0: I'd like to thank uh, Trevor Scott for bringing well, levity to today's show. There you because go. we needed it, and it was just the perfect timing. <laughs>
2: I did find out Trevor was supposed to join us, but his PR person neglected to confirm with him on the date. When I sent it over, I said, "Yeah, you know, here's the, all the Zoom meeting, times. Oh, yeah, yeah, he'll be there. I'll send it to him right now. And they didn't. And they didn't. Huh. At least they fessed up.
1: That what they, goes they
0: around comes around, And this was huh? yeah. supposed
1: to be a conversation about the new Maverick?
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I have a story about the New Maverick. Oh, this could be oh. good. Do, do we want to show some pictures? We have pictures. Well, we might while well. we're doing the story, sure, let's do it. We, we've got a little time you ready, here, Jeff. I'm getting it. Yeah, and while he does, let me let me thumb through here and let me get the story out because um, it was one of the stories I was going to cover in the news segment. Oh,
2: maybe we don't want to show a picture or
0: not. <laughs> I'm ready.
3: Okay.
1: I'm ready. But you've been talking about bringing back a true compact truck for some time.
0: And you know what? This is really not a true compact truck. Bigger. After I've seen it, no. It may be a little bit smaller it, than it the is Ranger. Smaller than the Ranger. A little bit, yeah. but not significantly. But not, not, mm-hmm.
2: not what you would consider like It's a, not. A no, it's not
0: what it used to be, the oh, compact no. truck segment. So, the cheapest option in Ford Motor Company's North American lineup will soon be a pickup, 2022 Maverick. Scheduled to hit showrooms this fall fall, will become a new entry point into the Ford brand. Compact pickup unwrapped Tuesday will have a starting price of $21,490, including a $1,495 shipping charge. And we had a story uh, and discussed it at length about these shipping charges going through the roof these days yes. because the manufacturers clearly are making money off the shipping well, charges. Well, General Motors is being sued. It makes it $150 less expensive than the base EcoSport subcompact crossover for its least expensive offering today. It'll be the first Ford to come standard with a hybrid engine, which is expected to get fuel economy of 40 miles per gallon city. It can haul up to 1,500 pounds, and it can tow up to 4,000 pounds with the optional EcoBoost gasoline engine. Hmm. The Maverick sits on the same unibody front-wheel drive, all-wheel drive system called C2, the platform, that underpins the Bronco Sport, the Escape, and the Lincoln Corsair. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Maverick will be geared toward younger millennials and women. Now, I've edited the story and left out a bunch of stuff in there. But Hold that it's, picture. It, yeah. it just isn't a whole lot. Now, let me just say something about this, if, if you don't mind. Please My do. personal opinion. I would have liked to have thought that the Ford Motor Company wouldn't have gone back 15 years and pulled out those ginormous headlights. Really? Hmm. Do you like that? No, there's there's the
3: new E, the, the full electric well, four pickup that, has that bar going across the top. But that too.
1: kind of follows the the F two fifty F three fifty
0: huge headlights when 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 clearly. The direction of headlights these days is smaller.
1: and neon. Yeah. But
0: look at the size of those things. Yeah. It's massive. Well, the Do other you thing- like it? I'm asking the question. Do you I, like I'd the look? I'd have to
1: see it in person. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of the big lights in, on the F250s and F350s. I think you look more at the light than you do the style of the truck.
3: Me, personally. Agreed. But the, in this case, it's going to have to grow on me. Like you said, you got to see it in person.
1: Well, the other thing I noticed is the little vent uh, on, the, on the rear edge of the fender underneath the mirror, which is very F-250, F-350. Yeah. Um, so I think there might be some reason they're doing the headlights is to draw the Super Duty truck look down to the little truck
2: well to to tie it all in that this is the ford series of trucks and what you see like they've got that bar that goes across there with the emblem across tying the the two headlights they've done that on all of them now i don't don't have a familiar look
0: i don't have a problem with that i think that that part of it is okay yeah the grill the way it's it's made up and and the shape of the little whatever those things are inside the grill but the headlights are just overwhelming to me yeah
2: they look they look Disproportional
0: right there in that picture. There was an ad the other day
3: I saw above that Ford blue oval, that line of those little rectangles, that is all lit up on the electric vehicle. That goes, it wraps oh, wow. around the grill. Uh, From underneath the turn signal, right or left, it goes all the way across the top. It's lit up in a night shot and it looks. Different. I don't want to say menacing,
0: but it just looks oh, yeah. different. It sounds to me like there is trying to go after the uh, the 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 Raptor. Raptor, that had or, the, the orange lights through the grill. Uh, yeah, with the, or the General yeah. Motors one. The, uh,
2: um, yeah. And I've seen some aftermarket. Lighting set up like that or for too. the Ram truck. That, you yeah,
0: you can put them in there. You can put them in yourself. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, but when you look at these, this picture
1: here, the headlights are on the bottom. That upper piece is that neon, the daylight, the daylight day running. daytime running light thing that everybody's running. Yeah, now. but the it just, it just makes like it all Hummer
2: together. It? Okay. Okay. I have to agree with Don. It, it looks a little.
0: It's old, too much. It's, it's, too, out of it's t- yes. just yeah, yeah. It's it. Yeah. It is. All right. I'm gonna go to the next one. Well, we're done with the story now, so you don't have to do any of it. As a so matter of fact, you need to prepare, sir, yeah. for your Jaguar E-Pace. E- t- e- is it E? Yeah. So- I, I'm not sure. I, <laughs> I got because it. because, it. because it. there seems to be some you. confusion there. Uh-huh. Uh, what is it, actually? It is an E. An E-Pace. E-Pace. E- All right. So, so, for so the time mon- now for this hour's pre-owned car of the week that Jeffrey Zekin always down. manages to uh I have for us. And, sure. You know, we tried to do a couple of new car reviews and a used car review. What year is this thing? A 2019? This, yes,
3: sir. It's a 2019. I'm going to help Conrad out there.
0: Okay. And that's where you do it there. 2019
3: <laughs> Jaguar E-Pace. You know he's going to screw this that's up. That's okay. <laughs> uh, the, you, the trim levels available are the, are the E-Pace. I stopped it. Trim level is the E-Pace, which is the basic version of this Jag. The F-Pace, which is the luxury version or more predominantly optioned vehicle. Uh, and then the I-Pace electric, which is the all-electric vehicle. Of course, this is the E-Pace. It's a compact SUV or CUV. Five-passenger vehicle. Uh, now, this vehicle, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed with this vehicle at all. And you'll you'll hear more about this here in just a second. It's a Euro-styling vehicle. Uh, large fascia. It's got smooth side accents. The vehicle does look nice. It looks pretty, but it just does not impress me. Uh, It has nice dual exhaust, and it's, in reading up on this, it says it has a racy exhaust note. It snarls. Not, that's not what they vo- said. That's, is it that's one of the one of the things that Jaguar's putting out on this vehicle, uh, but again, it is the base version. Typical leather on the inside. You got all the bells and whistles due to Jag. Uh, it does not have top notch materials. It's it's rated at a seven and three quarter out of ten votes. Well, why the hell are you reviewing because this? Because I want people to know this. The know this. That this is. is not So, Jag yes.
1: may be a pacemaker, but this one's a heart
3: stopper. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and I know about hearts. Uh, it's got cramped back seats, it's got confined <laughs> space your knees. <laughs> Let's just
0: go ahead and rip it. <laughs> I'm going to rip a good one. Do you uh, own one of these? No, Let us hear not. from you and tell you how much you <laughs> hate, Bob. Send it to Mike at In Wheel Time.
3: A <laughs> uh, 10-inch touchscreen. It's got glitchy software, sloppy dash design, irregular panel fit. <laughs>
1: I don't hold back.
3: I'm not. God. It's a two-liter inline four-cylinder, 246 to 295 horsepower, depending on your engine configuration, because you can get it in a turbo. Uh, torque is 269 foot-pounds of torque or in 295 in a newton meter. Uh, Nine-speed automatic. This is an all-wheel drive vehicle. That's another downer for me. I don't like all-wheel drive vehicles. Uh, 21 in the city, 28 highway, 25 combined. gallon fuel tank on this rascal. Uh, Your options on the tires on the aspect ratio. You can go from 17s to 20s. Uh, You've got a. a, It's it's a good driving response, according to some of the folks that do own it. Of course, there's a lot that don't. Um, Shares a platform with the Range Rover and Discovery, so uh, it's based on that version you got down in there.
1: (laughs) It's the only picture. So,
3: so shall we just go ahead and sum it up by saying it sucks? Well, then there's no current recalls,
0: so I don't understand that. But
3: Thirty-eight you,
0: you, up to you. It would be the whole thing would yeah, be recalled. Thirty-eight to. We're sorry, we on sold this thing, yeah. and uh, we apologize to anybody that we offended. Let's send this to Jaguar. Send it to him. There you go. Okay. Well, I'm
1: going to give this get back to you because that's the only live picture we have. The other camera, something it went down, and that's why the lights are off right. on it.
0: Great. Wonderful. So. <laughs> So you you can look at me. So we get a
1: picture of Don as he rants and raves about whatever.
0: Why did that happen? (laughs) That's exactly right. And I've had a lot to rant and rave about today, haven't I? Today, today. It's been been one of those It has been one of those kind of days. All right. Well, uh, we're going to let Jeffrey get up and try to fix the camera so we can get the camera system working again but in the meantime and i didn't want to, to tell you that the in wheel time car show streams on facebook youtube twitch and InWheelTime.com. nobody's watching anymore after this disaster but in case you are the podcasts are available on your favorite podcast channel the in wheel time show continues right after this quick break Winning the highest sales satisfaction award among all luxury brands from J.D. Power in 2020 tells you everything you need to know about your Lincoln purchase from Bayway. Bayway Lincoln is where a premium buying experience is a priority, and you're invited to feel it yourself. This Houstonian-owned premier dealership is managed by Lincoln Stall, a seasoned member of the Bayway family. If it's online, in person, or in your own driveway, Bayway gets you to the luxury level you deserve. Bayway Lincoln is on the Gulf Freeway at Fuquay just inside Beltway 8. Visit BaywayLincoln.com today. Tailpipes and Tacos expands again. Now you'll be able to participate at three Loopy Tortilla locations. Tailpipes and Tacos is Houston's premier Saturday morning cruise in featuring made-to-water breakfast tacos, fresh coffee, and good times. Mark your calendar for Saturday, June 19th for Tailpipes and Tacos, now at three Loopy Tortilla locations. Highway 249 in Tomball, West U on 59 near Kirby, and in Katy on the Grand Parkway at Kingsland Boulevard. At Tailpipes and Tacos, you'll see collector cars, hot rods, customs, magnificent originals, and mods. Cars from all over Southeast Texas cruise in and show off in a friends and family event at three Loopy Tortilla Mexican restaurants in Katy, Tomball, and West U. Drag racer car enthusiast and Loopy founder Stan Holt brings you Houston's hottest cruise in, Tailpipes and Tacos, Saturday, June 19th, 8 to 11 a.m. The in-wheel time car show will be broadcasting from the Katy location. Tailpipes and Tacos, Saturday morning, June 19th, 8 to 11 a.m., at three locations, Tomball, Katie, and West U, weather permitting. You see all the new ceramic car wash cleaners on TV now, but John Gray at Gulf Coast Auto Shield has been using ceramic coatings on Houston's most expensive cars for years, and he'll tell you that nothing beats the real thing. Gulf Coast Auto Shield installs a coating over your paint that actually comes with a warranty. If you just picked up your Lambo, your Aston Martin, Porsche, Ferrari, any other exotic car, chances are your car will have company that have already found Gulf Coast Auto Shield. Now, you don't have to own an exotic, maybe you got a truck, an SUV, or even an older vehicle that needs a little love, well, let John Gray give it a look and give you an estimate on refurbishing that paint and making your vehicle look new again. How about getting a gift certificate for the wife's birthday or anniversary from Gulf Coast Auto Shield and tell her, honey, I know you love your car, so why don't we get it looking new again? It'll be the best gift ever, one that she'll never forget. Get hold of John Gray at GCAutoShield.com or give him a call, 832-264-0670. Gulf Coast.